That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant Voodoo track tires, TurboForce deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it. Introducing the s Podcast Channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to episode 239 of the S&D Podcast Show. Steven is here. Vin, Dan, what's going on, boys? Not much. How's it going? Football season is over. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on being the San Francisco 49ers. And... It was one of those, eh, it was a good game, wasn't a great game, wasn't the worst game. It was, I'd say it was in the in-between category of Super Bowls we've watched. What do you guys think? Well, fun game. Uh, yeah, nothing uh, less exciting than I thought it was going to be. Although we probably should have thought it coming with the Niners defense. It played out pretty much like uh, a lot of people thought it would. Um, enjoyable. Good. I'm glad the Chiefs won. It was one of those games where you knew, like, not to shut the game off. Mm-hmm. You're it like kept you in it enough. Right. It kept it kept you entertained, and that's all you really needed in the game. Yeah. Um. It was like an Ant Man movie in Marvel. Like it, they were good. Like they're very good. They do the job. It's, it's not it's not a Avenger movie, but it it did its job. You know what I mean? Right, it's uh, it might be a little harsh, but it was a Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah, exactly. I'm good. And after last year was boring as hell, it was fine. Right, last year was boring as hell. Um, poor Kyle Shanahan needs to start playing only three. Figure out how to lobby the NFL to only let the Super Bowl be three quarters. I mean, or he could just stop blowing games. <laughs> yeah, it's I think bad. it's. Start, I think it started when they were. Uh, they just put their foot off the gas pedal in the second half. With, well, uh, well, it was the second quarter, I should say. I forgot who I was listening to. I think it was uh, Steve Summers on the way home. He literally said it's the same thing again. This run happy offense went the other way, just like but, with Atlanta. All you had to do was run the clock. I was thinking about this, I mean, a little bit yesterday after the game. A lot of the, their run and a lot of what they do successfully is, you know, motion and, you know, trickery kind of almost. You, I, I feel like it's it's tough to trust in that at the end of the game. 
running, you know, reverses and cutbacks or whatever that when they know you're going to run, you can't run the, the, the trickery motion doesn't matter. So like, I felt like they kind of got, a, they got away from it at the end and he obviously doesn't trust his quarterback. So kind of listen, it, if you would have said to him or to any 49er fan, it's third and long in the fourth quarter and you're up by 10 with like six minutes left. I think they would have all signed twice for that. You know, third and long is where they make their money. And the best quarterback in the league made a play. I mean, that's, I think he just, it's, I don't know if he, maybe choking was harsh, but I think he just got beat, to be honest. Right. And you knew it was just a matter of time before the Chiefs found that big play. Right. And we're definitely going to get more into this a little bit later. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of social media. Of course, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all of your podcast apps we could be found on. Every show on the great SND Podcast channel. Um, also, SNDblog.com. A couple of new things we got coming up. And talking a little bit football. You know, people all say that the NFL season is over, which it is, of course. However, there is football that is going to be starting this weekend, coming up. And we're going to talk about it in our leadoff. Leading off. Welcome back to this week's leadoff. Um, so, like I was saying right before we took a little break, we the NFL season did end with the Super Bowl on the second with the Kansas City Chiefs winning. Uh Crazy to think, and again, we'll go into that game later, 50 years apart that they won Super Bowls. Um, or like I said, I think it was Evan Roberts who said, I guarantee the Jets beat that record. But anyway, that's besides the fact. This weekend, we get a, we get <laughs> Saturday, the World Wrestling Entertainment. Is that what it is now? WWE Entertainment? Is that what the E is? Sure. Mm-hmm. Let's go with sure. No, the E is uh, World Wrestling uh, Empanadas. Empanadas. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, <laughs> have decided to revamp the Extreme Football League, of which they released, what, like 20 years ago now? 15 2001. Years? Yep, 19 years ago. Wow. Crazy. Um, and with that being said, they made a lot of rule changes, and they think that this time it's going to be better, and... It seems like there's more people buying into it this time than it did the last time. And don't get me wrong, it was super exciting that first game. But after that, I completely forgot it was even a thing in 2001. Um, They had some cool concepts to it. But I want to get your opinion on you guys of can this year's version last longer than the one season? And before Danny joined us off air, uh, Vin and I were going through some weird rules like kickoff thing is just insane and you know going through the rules it looks like it's going to be interesting to see if it survives but i feel like people are still going to watch and be entertained what do you guys think so i was reading up on like what ha- basically there is like there's a there's a 30 for 30 on which is very good died. yeah yeah and but I was also reading up that, like, apparently in 2001, people didn't get 
if it was fixed or not. Like if it was wrestling or if it was football. So like I think I and like, also is they rushed the product and they didn't sit right. down like they did the last couple of years and like make it legit. Like this time it's players and coaches. Like well not say players and coaches, but like the people that are running the like the front offices of the XFL are more, more legit than like Vince McMahon running it and like having his cronies do it and having uh, Jr. and the King do the games <laughs> and Matt Vescurzen. <laughs> yeah, Matt Vescurzen. But yeah, like, <laughs> but like, it's it's just I don't know. Like, we have to remember that these guys are fringe NFLers for a majority of the time, and we gotta expect that the talent isn't gonna be there. And we're going to have to take it for what it's worth if we're actually going to have them play for more than one year. They have to realize that they're more of a minor league system and that they're not going to replace the NFL kind of thing. Um, Some of these gimmicks are pretty, like, cool ideas. Like, the extra point seems pretty cool with the no kicking. Like, I saw it today while researching this. It's the one one point from the two-yard line two points from the five-yard line and three points for the 10-yard line. So yeah. they, they, they don't really want blowouts, as you can see. They want all these games close because you can obviously come back real quick if you decide to go for a three-pointer after scoring a touchdown. So it'll be nine-point swings right there if, if players make plays like that. So right. now, it's going to be... see the kickoff thing? I did not see the kickoff thing, but I did see the punt return thing. So that's going to okay. be interesting as well. That right. you, if you get, if you um, kick it into the end zone, your your ball starts off at the thirty-five, and it, the same if the ball goes out of bounds at some point, either where it lands or closest to, the, to where it is, it go, automatically goes to the thirty-five yard line. Is that correct too? Well, also, yeah. So, but also, Steve and I were like, Steve, we were saying we were talking about this before we looked it up. So. The kickoff is the kicker is kicking from the from their own twenty five yard line, but the the coverage team is lined up at the opponent's thirty five, and the receiving team is lined up at their thirty. So they're basically standing five yards across from each other. Nobody can move until the ball is touched by the receiver. But it's like it's, that's a weird setup for the kickoff. I don't like that. And then and the double the four, double forward pass is pretty right. interesting as well. And the punt too. There's no gunners, so nobody can move until the guy actually until you actually punt the ball. Yeah. Which again, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But like, I don't think it's it's supposed to be a replacement, and we know that it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be entertaining. To me. Kickoffs. First of all, I said this before. So a, a kicker normally, like a, if an NFL kicker kicks from the thir- from the twenty five yard line if it's a penalty or something, the ball doesn't get into the end zone. The ball doesn't get close. So like, I have a feeling they're gonna have a problem with kickers getting like distance on these kicks. The other thing is the kickoff, which they're trying to make fun, doesn't seem fun to me. I could be wrong. I do like you said. I like the extra point things. The overtime is basically a shootout from the two-yard line. So you just go back and forth with five chances from the from your own from their two-yard line. 
um, which is uh, okay. And a double forward pass, I don't really get. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, because it has to be behind the line of scrimmage. Correct. If you could throw it. If you could throw a pass five yards and then throw a pass fifty yards, that'd be more fun. Yeah, two, it's two so basically what you're saying is I couldn't run. I have to run backwards thirty yards to throw a pass ten yards, and then be able to throw it another fifteen yards. No, I think they're saying like you could. It's like it's like a, like a quick lateral instead of like lateraling the ball like on a wide receiver toss. He could be like in front of you, and then he chucks like he chucks it behind the line of scrimmage, and it could be as far as possible. I, I could know. see it, this being interesting if they run like those jet sweeps that are forward passes now and then mm-hmm. that guy can throw the ball maybe that would work but like I, I don't know the double forward pass isn't as intriguing to me as I think they're trying to make it sound it doesn't sound intriguing but I still feel like like Danny made a good point like they're doing more of the research this time they're not just being like oh this is what everybody wants to see so we have to do it and you know and, and a, this time a, it's a power bomb is legal in our football league. Like, yeah, it was it was too attitude era WWE made into wrestling, and like like the team names are just generic WWE stuff, and like it was like too WWE ish. And this time around, it it's it's ESPN Channel Seven and NBC. Fox. Oh, it's Fox. Sorry. So it's Fox. ESPN and ABC. So, unlike the AFF, AFF, right? That was the league last year. <laughs> Whatever that league last yeah. year, they couldn't pay the players. AFF. And the, the AF. hot AF. AF and the the best channel they were on were on CBS Sportsnet. Where if you don't, you have to look for that channel. You know, what I mean, it's not like all right. All right, I'm going to sit down and watch this game because it's on that channel. So, it they're going to they're going to put it in your face kind of thing if you and it's going to be interesting. They have good commentators. They they're going to they're they're putting this program. It's just will people realize how are they going to figure out to make the product watchable when the quality of players are not going to be the caliber of players that we are snobby about with the NFL. And it's interesting, it's, I actually just found out that the XFL is actually going to be in Canada also on TSN. Oh, okay. Wow. So that's like a big deal because they're getting what looks like could be basically every game because they're going to do two Saturdays, two Sunday games every week. So for the most part, it looks like they're either getting – all the games for the weekend or like the better game of each weekend per per day i mean mm. so i guess it has to do somewhat with the hockey cuz remember they also have like saturday night in canada is a big thing over there on tsn so like yeah, hockey. so yeah hockey night in canada so like february 8th is saturday they only have a 5 they have a they have the 5 p.m. game but 3 hours that gets you to 8 o'clock that's perfect timing to start the the Canadian game. Right. So it's interesting that they actually have like all of this as well. It's not just going to be 
hey, this is what it's going to be in the in here. Yeah. One thing I think they uh, dropped the uh, ball on is the ball. The ball was awesome in the old XFL. The red and black ball was awesome. And they're using, it seems like a regular football. It's like a football with like the team colors are going to be different on each thing. It's kind of what I'm seeing. So if you go onto your phone and you download the, it's called the XFL News Hub iOS. Yeah, no. Sounds like my phone's going to die. Um, they have an XFL history section. Elite history. There is no history. <laughs> a history of elite players found outside the NFL. Maddox. Tommy Maddox and Rob Smart. But these are all articles from like recently. Like they're talking about ranking the NFL, the XFL team names in 2001. But this article came out like last year. So like the San Francisco Demons were eight. The Hitmen were seven. The names are kind of cool. Oh yeah, that was that was the original teams. Yeah, this is all the history on the original teams. Oh, okay. Who won that championship? Where uh, I think LA, whatever Tommy Maddox's team was. Then he got signed by the Steelers and he had a start. Won a playoff. He played in the playoff game. Yeah. He did. He, he, yeah. That was like obviously right before they got. Um, right. He Big got ben. hurt and Big Ben went in. He got hurt and Big yeah, Ben went in. Yeah, he was around for a while. I'm going to look up. The complete history of the XFL. Howie Maddox threw for 8,000 NFL yards. Yeah, he was their quarterback in 2002, 2003. And then that was it because Ben got, oh no. Yeah, Ben got drafted in 2003, right? 2004. 2004 was Ben's first year. He played played, uh, three games in 2004. Listen, I'm intrigued by it this year. I actually have I'm, some sort of like, okay, I'm going to check this out. I'm going to watch it and let's see what happens. But I also said that about the stupid league that started last year. So Yeah, I'll probably watch a game. Right. I'll check it out this it. weekend, see what, see if it's interesting, and then go from there. Seems like it's, it's a fair thing to do. Yeah. Like in Maybe. 2001, hearing a team name as the Hitman, that's cool. But they were trying to basically be NFL Blitz, the video game. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right, and that's what that's where they went wrong, and now maybe maybe now it'll be better. I guess I guess we shall see. It gives you know what is it, Danny? Like a hundred and twenty college teams, yeah, something something like that. But only like thirty-two NFL teams with like sixty players, like like eighty players each. So like it's gonna give opportunity to guys, and I promise you, you're gonna find guys here. That are going to play and play well and then get signed to some league, some NFL league. Cardinal Jones interests me. Not I mean, he's probably not going to be good. But he's not uh, the guy who plays for uh, the Guardians, McGloin? I mean, I know Matt McGloin thinks. I've seen him play. <laughs> who was who the Jet quarterback that played? A.J. McCann. Isn't he in this league too? Yeah. AJ McCarron was on the Jets. You're thinking of uh, shit. McCarron was not on the Jets. Uh, that's um, yeah. Go ahead. 
What the fuck's his name? He the played that one Penn game State. and it was the worst football that. game in history. Penn, Penn State. What the fuck's his name? No, no not the was, Penn State the kid. The kid from Penn State's in there. I know the one you're talking about, Danny. Uh, um, before AJ, who was... He played in the, oh, the, the stupid no. game with Kerry Rhodes. Oh yes, that's right. He oh McCl um McC he was good. Uh, McElroy. and he's a he's yes, an announcer McElroy, now. That's it. He's an announcer now. Anyway, so he right. might be doing the announcing. Eighteen players with Alabama football roots join XFL rosters. How much are they getting paid? Brandon Silvers. Is one of the guys. Who's this? Uh, XFL. They're getting paid like twenty two thousand seven hundred twenty five dollars a week. One thousand of which is guaranteed. That's not bad. <laughs> you get two thousand two hundred twenty two dollars of yep. victory bonus will be paid to the players winning each game. Damn. Um, but when does it start? Did it start, like, right as soon as? I think it's only, uh, game weeks. Like, the NFL. Yeah, like, they don't get paid in training camp. Landry Jones, that's the guy I'm thinking about. Oh, Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. yeah, And then Mac McGloin is the Guardians coach, is the Guardians guy. Yeah. Aaron Murray's the other one. Georgia. That was Georgia, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a Bama quarterback or a Jet quarterback that was in there? Mm, not ringing a bell, I'll be honest. <laughs> I haven't studied my XFL rosters yet. The only guy is – who is the old um, – Josh Tavares, Johnson. Uh, who? Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson was in the NFL like a year ago. Yeah, and he's going to be the starter for the Los Angeles Wildcats. Because what were you talking about, Danny? Luis Perez the got traded apparently. The punter from the Raiders, Marquette King. Yeah, yeah. He's yes, he's in it. Why? I was. This is. I asked Stephen this. He didn't have he's, an answer. When I wonder why did he, he stopped being good. Yeah, I don't know. Like they just didn't. Stopped. He, didn't he get tested? I don't recall. I don't think so. He just was like a little overweight, as far as I understood. I just thought he was extra unique, and that's probably why they had enough right. of him for being. He a was punter. like always a good punter. <laughs> yeah, you know how those things are. I mean, that's yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Like, as long as they don't take themselves too seriously to think that they're going to compete with the NFL and think of them more of an, like a minor league system with them, then they should have no problem, especially with how popular the NFL, how popular football is. But that last year, the AF, they couldn't afford... They had to bring in someone halfway through the season to pay, and he didn't end up paying at all either. So, they well, they, a, they had to end the season because they did, weren't pay, paying people. So, right. the XFL is going to definitely be able to pay people. Right. Andrew Luck's father wouldn't have signed on to do something like this. Without... Yo, how long till Andrew Luck on one of these teams? I don't see it. No, I think he's enjoying life way too much. Um, it's one of the, like that the uh, the Brett Atlantic Favre. you know the Ducks the Atlantic where the Ducks play they get paid by MLB to like test out rules and you know that kind of shit like 
the robots. I know the XFL wants to be competitive with the NFL, but if, if they're going to be a successful league, it might be a better route to go that way. Right, like, be an independent league, such like the, like the right, but like have a deal with the NFL. Well, they can test out rules. They can, you know, whatever. Like they're for sure gonna test out the uh, overtime rules with the I five. Don't know if the NFL ever go to that? I'm just glad the NFL tried the onside kick thing in the Pro Bowl because they need to do that. Um, this we we can't have no one like no one. What was the onside kick rule? Yeah, what was the onside kick rule? Because I definitely one hundred percent did not watch a they, second of the. Bowl. They added the basically the AAF onside kick rule to the Pro Bowl, where if you want to, instead of an onside kick, you do a fourth and fifteen from your twenty five yard line. And if you get it, you just get the ball. Oh, and okay. You, and you went, okay. and they they did one. Kirk Cousins threw an interception on it, of course, but. <laughs> Like they did, they actually tried it in the Pro Bowl because, like, the onside they said the onside kick was like a 20% play when the rule old and old rules now it's become like an 8% play or something like that, or 10%. But like, three of them were in one game, that Falcon game, I think it was, and then um, a fourth and 15 is like a 23% play, so they're saying it would make it a lot, you know, closer to the old rules. Gotcha. Alrighty. So, this could work. It's just a matter of, will it work? It's a matter about patience. It really boils down to patience. You know what I mean? Right. The players are going to get, like we, like Vin said, they're going to get paid in this league. They're not going to worry about money in this league. So, you're not going to blame money for the reason that this doesn't right. work. They have to go through this season... And then start season two. And possibly even expand into a couple extra cities for season two. To try and generate more. I mean, it was a long time ago when the NFL was a lot less popular. But the USFL failed because they expanded too quick. So, like, if you're I'm not saying, like, another ten teams. I'm saying, like, one or two more cities. Maybe one or two, you know, to keep it even. Right? it could be successful if they have the right backing. I, I, people will watch. It's football. Right. People are looking for that. And, you know, they don't advertise the AFL games anymore. You know, now that the Dragons aren't on Long Island. Well, they don't. Yeah. Is that even still a thing? Because it wasn't anymore. I thought they, they got this. Again. I thought they broke. It broke. It got uh, died. But then it came back. And then <laughs> it might have died again. That was fun. I went to one Dragons game before. I, I went to a zillion Dragons games. Yo, who was the teacher we had in middle school who kept getting Dragon tickets? They were, the football coach. Who was the football coach the, with the mullet? Oh, Las Venuso, yeah. Yeah, I always got my, my tickets from him. Oh, interesting. I I mean, they had the best quarterback ever, Aaron Garcia. It's true. And if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have a mascot. Yeah, this is big up, very big true. Up, big ups to Sparky. So let's see, Dallas, D.C., Houston. So you got two Texas teams. The Seattle, St. Louis, Los Angeles, Florida, and Washington. So if you can get a city like a Philadelphia and, you know, I don't know, some other West Coast city like Arizona, to throw in two more teams next year. 
then leave it for a couple of years. This can this could be a long run thing. The Arena Football League filed for bankruptcy in in November. Unfortunately. What? That's what yeah. happens when they got rid of the Dragons. It was all downhill. You're telling me John Bon Jovi didn't want to put any more money into the Philadelphia Arena? John Bon Jovi. I mean, uh, the, the Arena Football League had a good run though. John Bon Jovi was the owned the Philadelphia. He was. Yep. Yeah. And what's his name was the coach? Uh, Jay Gruden. That's right. That's right. Kurt Warner was in that league at one point too. He was for the Iowa Barnstormers, <laughs> which then became the Dragons. That's the team Charles Swan picked. <laughs> uh, uh, with that being said hopefully this league can come back with a vengeance Welcome back to the SB Podcast Show. We are going to get into, I mean, the real, our real thoughts. We kind of went into them a little bit earlier. But we'll just start to break down a little bit of Super Bowl Sunday, the game, the day, everything. Um, where we want to let's start with the commercial. That's where I'm starting. What what was your favorite? Did you have any commercials that stuck out to you? Obviously, they're not really Super Bowl commercials anymore. The Super Bowl week commercials. Um, personally, I like the weird Boston accent commercial with Poppy and Chris Evans. And John I Kaczynski. thought that one was awesome. It was great. I love everybody in that commercial. They're some of my favorite people. It was funny. It worked. There was only one person missing from that commercial. Oh. Can you name it? I mean... Can I name what's in your brain? Very rarely, no. I bet you can Dan. name the one person. Dan, take a guess. Take a Boston guess for Dan, for for Stephen's brain. Uh, I was gonna say Mark Wahlberg. That's exactly who I'm. Thinking. That's a good one. Yep, that's a good. One. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly who I'm wondering. But I can't. So Mark Wahlberg doesn't really poke with the accent though, because he's just like a kid. like kind of has like, a lower voice. He and even in his movies, in his Boston movies, like he doesn't really turn it on. A little bit, I guess, like, in Ted, he turns it on a little bit. Anyway, I like that commercial. was not a big fan of the weird baby nut thing. That was weird. Oh, that was kind of awkward. Strange. Danny, you have any commercials that stuck out to you? Um, the Charlie Day ones were pretty funny. Yeah, Charlie Day was all over the place. Um, that was cool because they integrated, like, basically every other advertisement into that. Yeah. Because they're all by the same person. They're from the same whatever company. So it's all just through the cleaning commercials together. Yeah, other than that. Uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, for keeping me up. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> be, I was too slow for mute. Um, actually, I was shocked there weren't a lot more Bud Light commercials. There's usually... There weren't really that many beer commercials. Other than there was the no Michelob, beer. Like, other than Michelob... Uh, organic beer or whatever other than that i don't really remember anything really i was shocked by that there was in a clydesdale commercial yeah i think other than that one typical american beer uh commercial with the budweiser that was about it 
there was the Google commercial that had to make everybody cry. Yeah, yeah, and then Barstool made jokes about it and made me um, giggle. What was the Doritos commercial? Oh, oh the huh? uh, oh no, that was Cheetos. Yeah, that was Cheetos. I'm thinking of the I thought there was a Doritos commercial that was big. Yeah, I don't even. Remember. I don't know. I don't remember. The the Brady commercial that got oh, everybody yes. talking. So, what are we? What are our thoughts? All right. More importantly, baby nut, baby Groot, or baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Above all, I don't care. Oh, the Doritos commercial was Little Nas X. And oh, oh, that's that, 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 was that was the winner. That was the winner. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, the Yoda of a ball. Okay, yeah, it's not even close. Well, let's go with more non game things before we get to the game. Fails the never fails, game. baby. Fails never fails. Dan's Hand favorite thing, uh, Vin's favorite thing, Orange Gate. Red Gator, Orange Gatorade was the oh, winner. I was really hope. I bet Red Gatorade. Yeah, I did Red. I did. I did Red in my in the prop pool. I was um, how do you not guess Red in that? How do they not use Red? Like both see, teams are Red. I didn't. I didn't think there was apparently a rumor they were going to go purple for Kobe. I get. I didn't think of that when I voted. When I bet, that would have been the smart way to go. Oh, that would have um, been interesting. But who the hell drinks purple Gatorade? Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Um, oh, the halftime show! Mwah. Or yo, the best, the best, the best was all the things. Mom, mom's last Super Bowl Fifty Three. Mom's ooh la la. Adam Levine. Mom's Super Bowl Four Fifty Four. They need to clean this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Michael Wilbon, Lordy. Lordy. I mean, that's the horniest tweet of all time. <laughs> Michael Wilbon needs to count himself down. I was, actually, part of the... I was actually shocked how many times they didn't show A Rod. Well, yeah, I didn't see any. I didn't see any A Rod. No, I was. I was shocked there was no Pitbull. That surprised a lot of people. Um, I mean, it was fine. I'm not. I mean, the lip syncing and whatever, it was fine. They did their thing. Um, I re- much more enjoyed the memes that were coming out from her weird whatever thing that was sounding like the kid from the wild ordinaries whatever she was trying to do i was much i much more enjoyed the memes from that than anything else um oh if the the doritos oh no that was pringles freaking morty oh okay that was the one that was the Um, other chip one oh Big under on the national anthem. That was a. She went real quick. But really it was good. Like, it was, I mean, ten seconds under. I think the over under was two minutes. She was one forty nine. I think one fifty. Very interesting. Um, prop bets, like we mentioned the other day, are always fun. By the um, way, Danny, happy twelve year anniversary. Thank you. Likewise. What? Plaxico beat Al Harris again. And then two weeks later, we won another Super Bowl. We won the Super Bowl. It's the 12-year anniversary of the first, the 18-1 season. I wanted Mike McCarthy fired that day. 
was that, like two years. Is that because Al Har- is that because Al Harris just got beat again twelve years later? I've never been so. I mean, I was well, that was two thousand seven, obviously. So I was a sixteen-year-old person, and it was the first time I very much felt emasculated when Plastico just walked by the sideline and went, "He can't cover me," and I was like, "No, I know, I, I see." And just it's, nobody's yeah. paying attention. It, like, it was uh, Steve texted me during uh, the the final drive with Garoppolo when he got grasped as a safety. Thank <laughs> God that didn't happen ha- uh, for the sack. Thank God that didn't happen 12 years ago. <laughs> Thank um, God. No, yeah, we, no, it should have happened 12 years. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Thank God it didn't. No, um, but... Yeah. Most unathletic quarterback in the history of the planet was in the grass and they didn't call it. Yeah, hey, man. But Deshaun gets in the grass well and they call it. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I'll take it. There had anyway. to be some sort of rule change when it came to it. Since oh, then. For it's sure. definitely one of those like protect the quarterback things since there had to be a play where Brady got held for too long and fell. And then it, they changed it. It's just interesting to see what would um what would have happened if the the Niners just kept the foot on the pedal, man? Just well, they had it. It was funny. We all like after the one pick, they actually had, and they actually had they actually had Pat Mahomes rattled for a good chunk of the game too. Yeah, he that was, throw was the second. Was, the second interception threw was garbage. It was bad. He 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 looked rattled, and then it took the foot off the gas. I got the text messages from friends saying game, 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 game. I go, yep, pretty much that that should do it. Normal circumstances, and then they they wake up, and then I sent I sent uh, them back the Undertaker meme, uh, the <laughs> gift of like, yep, game's still on. And sure enough, that's what happened. Now, did you guys see the apparently missed call hit to the head? Yeah, I I missed that, but I also they also missed the delay of game uh, as well, which was yes. pretty bad. I, obviously, they're not equal to each other. Right, they missed the delay of game on the the play where he was in the grass. Right, yeah. the fourth down that was the fourth down play. They blow that yeah. whistle dead. Then you got you have to run that play again. So I yeah. guess it kind of almost benefited them to be honest. I mean, yeah. would have benefited them if they if they caught it, even though. Um. Yeah, I mean, like we mentioned before, it was a slow three quarters. Fourth quarter got going. If you had zero zero in your boxes, you were happy. You won two quarters. My dad was one of those people. Nice. So good for those people. Did you guys get in any boxes or do any boxes? Uh no, just one playoff pool for the whole playoffs, and I lost. No, got I second place. Them. Yeah, I got second place. So it's like <clears> whatever. Didn't win many money, so. Oh well. Um, but like you always gotta, you gotta realize like Kansas City is also still very young. But the thing with Kansas City, though, the second Mahomes gets paid, then it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Right? Was Kelsey paid? Yeah, uh, they, I believe so. So they have a they have a couple of years. Kelsey and Hale are paid. Honey Badger paid, obviously because they just signed him. Right. They're going to lose, I think, Chris Jones, the defensive lineman. Probably. And probably Frank Clark also. Um, but they're running, you know, Damian Williams is young. So, like, the core 
core of their team is locked up, I think, for at least like three years, they said this morning. So they got a pretty good run in them. You can see this Super Bowl matchup for the next two or three years. I Well, this is what well, I said. Well, I don't know about the Niners because the Niners are like that. Again, they're still very young, though. Oh, yeah, they're definitely young, but like next year to watch, they won't even make the playoffs kind of thing. Like, that I always happens. They're, no, they're good enough to make the playoffs, but you know what I mean. Like, it happens every year. I I think it showed that it's, with the down, I guess, yeah, downfall is the right word, or, or slip of Rodgers and Breeze, that, like, they're the class of the NFC right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Seahawks always play them tough because it's a divisional thing, but I think their team even with Garoppolo and his flaws, is like the class of the NFC. Yeah, you're you're right, but I'm I'm just stating the fact. I'm just sure. stating like you, we've seen this before. Right, when they're not sneaking up on people anymore and that kind of thing. And then don't forget, maybe the Rams wake up after off year and last this year. Weird uh, team, yeah. Yeah, Dallas with a new coach. Like the NFC is a lot more. NFC is a lot more crazier like any like it's a lot more like competitive i think competitive yeah yeah so looking afc is just like brady if brady's not back i mean it's, it's just the chiefs and i guess it's the chiefs and the ravens pretty much yeah and then maybe if the steelers big ben comes yeah. back see how ben comes back if they can get some help for Deshaun, maybe the Texans, but you know, it's one of those teams where they just always feel like they're going to lose. But Bill O'Brien is their general manager now, so ew. I mean, okay, never mind. <laughs> ew. So, looking at who's starting the NFL season next year, Thursday night in Kansas City, of course, right? Yeah, well, they didn't set it in stone. They and, haven't set uh, it in stone yet, but it's either going to be Sunday England. or Thursday. It'll yeah, probably that's... be Thursday, but because they'll probably go back to the regular schedule next year. Mm-hmm. Um, this year was just the one-off because of the hundredth year. Mm-hmm. They host New England next year. You you basically just chalked up the first game in the season, especially if Brady resigns. Yeah, Casey oh, yeah. sure. hosting New England. What are their other home games? Broncos, Chargers, Raiders. The regulars, but they also have the Jets, the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Texans. The Texans would be a good one if Brady doesn't resign. Could be a Texans rematch, possibly. Right, but that's if Brady doesn't resign. Uh, it's, yeah, it's either going to be one of those two teams. They're not going to do a division game with that division, I don't think. Maybe, maybe Denver. It depends on also the moves that can that the Raiders also make, being the Vegas right. thing. Depends on. I mean, it honestly really depends on. But Raiders then again, I'm sure ESPN's salivating at the idea of the Raiders at 10 o'clock at night with the first game in LA, in uh, Vegas. Yeah. Next season. With Derek Carr, though. Right. Or Tom Brady. Against the Los Angeles Chargers. Well, that's the thing. It's going to be Tom Brady and the Los Angeles Chargers against Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders. Is what's going to happen. Right. Right, of course. Don't forget the the don't forget the L.A. stadium is opening up this year too. So, yeah. don't forget 
that everybody fell in love with. Uh, his name was escaping me, so I probably didn't fall that much in love with him. But uh, what's the Broncos quarterback? Oh, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, come on, Dan. <laughs> Say it again. Broncos Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Drew Locke, yes. When he Everybody did the Buzz Lightyear laser beam. That guy's my official fantasy football quarterback forever. I was he. I think I know he had a good couple of games. I don't know if he was good like the whole time. Yeah, he, he was. All he, season. Had, he was hurt. Yeah, he, got he hurt early. He was hurt. He was hurt and on the uh, IR to return list. I know. That I know, but I'm saying I know he had like a good, like first two games when he game when he got in. Right. He right. threw for a thousand yards in five games. Jesus Christ. Seven touchdowns, three picks. I mean, 60, but again, it was 65. a 300-yard game and then a 200-yard game, and then it was a couple of right. he, start, he started with 134, 309 in the second, 208, 192, 177. But he went 4-1. Th- he went 4-1. <laughs> he, he could be decent. We'll this that, that's something that we'll put it in the back of the, back of the old... <laughs> Let's, there. let's see what you can really do next year, kid. Right. With your coach that I don't even know. So who no. is this guy who started after who the Who is the coach? Brandon Allen started a quarterback for them. Uh-huh. After Who's Joe the Broncos? <laughs> I just thought the Charger coach was the Bronco coach. Who's the Broncos, Broncos coach? It's, um, Who the hell's the Charger they, coach? It's uh, Vangio. The old yeah, defensive that's coordinator. It I thought it was Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn is a charge of coach. Yes. Still? Yep. <laughs> uh, they didn't fire him. It's okay. Josh Judge, I mean, Judge is going to be the coach of the year next year, and the Giants are going to surprise teams next year. Speaking, again, AFC West, Super Bowl. <laughs> the Josh Jacobs commercial was interesting. <laughs> it was pretty cool. And the NFL 100 commercial was good, too. The, the one kids. to start the Super yeah. Bowl with the kids was yeah. pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It was good. Yes. Tucked, sacking, uh, tackling Curtis Martin in Times Square. Oh, was it Curtis Martin? Yeah, I thought it was just a random guy. They I think it, was, it looked like kind of. It had a. They wouldn't have done that to Curtis Martin. <laughs> I th- it had like a Curtis Martin look. I just thought that was like a random guy. We'll have to go back to the tape yeah. and uh, hit the pause button. Sa- Saquon Barkley's uh, two seconds was funny in that too. Welcome to New York, got kid. annoyed that Pat, the Pat Tillman statue was in it. Uh, Why? I, I God forbid know. they respect something. God forbid. <laughs> people get annoyed. I, the people, the reasons I saw people were annoyed were like, he died for some for fighting for something he didn't believe in, basically. And they figured uh, it, they said it was like it was like cheap, a cheap you know propaganda thing. I was like, just shut the hell up. Ugh. I didn't People know that. Suck. I tried. I try to avoid Twitter. Okay. I can't. Sorry, I fast forwarded. He just got the Tillman statue. I think the next part is in New York. Yeah. Old lady punches the ball. Saquon. Some guy picks it up as a running back. He wasn't Peanut Tillman. Because that was a Peanut Tillman punch. She put a good whap it on that one. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to find the moment. Okay, Saquon. Guy that picks up ball. Chris Martin wasn't even part of the top 100. All right, hold on. We're going to screenshot this guy. 
so we can zoom in on him. There we go. <laughs> Moment of truth. Yeah, uh, they would have. They would have let Justin Tuck lay out Curtis Hall of Famer and Curtis Martin. Yeah, that is definitely Curtis Martin. I'm sending it to you guys in the group chat right now. I'm googling was Curtis Martin in the commercial. Danny, you know these faces. Oh shit! You're right. <laughs> this is Curtis Martin. All right, wait. Did not see that coming. <laughs> Laid Curtis Martin out into a hot dog stand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me see. Oh, it's definitely Curtis Martin. Good <laughs> right. call, Steve. Uh, I, I, it was that so, like, with the hat kept it so low. It's just like, I'm shocked they did that to Curtis Martin. Wow. Good call, Steve. Mm. Miss Curtis Martin. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, the whole week because they promoted Tuck doing it all week and I'm like I wonder what commercial is that that for so it's pretty cool how they turned it into a live thing which was pretty a nice touch to it and then the hundred the the hundred team a hundred players was pretty cool as well um, especially with Belichick uh, flossing his rings and one of them being the eighty six rings so it's cool. You'll be happy. You'll be happy to know um, that there are Saints fans putting side by side videos of yeah the the pass the non pass interference to end the game against the Vikings in the playoffs compared to Kittle's pass interference. I mean that Kittle call was bullshit. <laughs> you you waited two hundred and fifty six plus games to call that. Yeah. And what's with the it's and getting, why didn't the league even? But it's getting to the point. Where I hate the Saints fans now. Like I felt oh, bad oh. for them. Now oh, I yeah. hate them. No, I, I they they they're very annoying. Which, by the way, back to our point from Saturday, Ben. Danny, did you know that the Saints have never had a league MVP? Really? Drew Brees never won MVP. I thought that's, that's what I'm saying. Like like I thought it was like Brees at least right. for like one random. Yeah, we time. thought too. <laughs> Other than he that, didn't... it was it, like it was Archie Manning and then Drew Brees, so Basically, you forgot Aaron right. Brooks. Excuse me. Do not forget the great Aaron Brooks. True. He beat the Aaron Jaguars Brooks. on the final play of the game to end and the season. And then they missed the kick. <laughs> and then they missed the kick. <laughs> yeah, we were looking. It was like the one big year he had was 2011, and Rodgers won it because they went 15 and one. Okay. And then the next year he threw 5,000 yards again, and AP like broke the rushing record or whatever. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sure. it was like that makes sense. He kind of just got he got gypped out of it. So, yeah. so it was posted on Sunday Night Football before the award ceremony, of course. Uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, five, I, six, I, what's seven. the point of having the show if you're you're gonna let everybody break the news and the, every, the announcement? So, so they I do went to it the every hockey year. game. I went to the hockey game, right? And then I was going out with Rosen and Mike and our friend Ed and a couple of people for dinner. So, I get to Rosen's. I'm seeing these alerts on Twitter about these guys winning. I'm like, why is this not on NFL Network right now? And we Google search, and it's like starting at nine on Fox. I'm like, what was the point? But they announced who won before. But the they, show. Yeah, they do this every. They do it every year. It's like, it's like the show goes on earlier in the day, and it leaks out, and then the show doesn't start until. Oh. Well, it night. probably goes on earlier in the day so that you can have like you know Mahomes was up for MVP, oh, yeah. oh, so yeah. you know you want to have those guys there. Oh yeah, I'm not knocking that. Right. Not, but just, but, yes. but you're right. Show it earlier. Just show it on TV or just, yeah, just show, show it on it TV or... when it's on. 
Right. It was like NFL or wait till today after the Super Bowl. Bowl. Do it the week no, after but the it's, Super Bowl. it's part of the Saturday because they'll do the Hall of Famers and everything like that. Facts. Would you move that to Pro Bowl week? Because all the awards are yeah. done. So why sure. not move that to Pro Bowl week? Make that well, the then Saturday the, night. Then the Pro Super Bowl week. guys can't be there. But they can be because they go to the Pro Bowl to be announced. No, they don't. They have in the past. They didn't this year. No, I'm pretty just, sure. Just, it didn't I, I matter because the Pro Bowl was down the block from the Super Bowl anyway. It was four well, yeah, hours away. Was, so. You're right. I, so I, just year, say keep it, I just say keep it in during the Super Bowl week. It's not that big of a deal. Or do it earlier in right. the week. I don't just care. Do it instead of in instead of NFL opening night, you could do NFL award night Monday night. Okay, Here's cool. The, the teams thing. are in town. You're getting the red carpet. I don't care about awards getting presented. I don't even care who wins them, but I definitely don't care about presenting them. So just give them to people. Smell it. Or do it like do it like baseball does. You're sitting in your house, and we'll talk to you in your house. Good. And then six months later, you do a dinner. Right. And then we go. Yeah. We do a dinner later on. And, the, and then you get, and then you get it handed to you again, like two weeks into the season. Sure, exactly. So this is where that that MVP conversation came up. There was a post from Sunday Night Football: the Cardinals, the Texans, the Jaguars, the Saints, the Jets, the Bucks, and of course, going into the day, the Ravens never had an MVP winner. I was in shock. Still. Even Fitzgerald, maybe one year there had to be a really bad season. He had to have a maybe for the Cardinals. I don't think receiver has ever won MVP. That I can't answer. Danny, can you answer that one? No, we're gonna have to Google that one. If if there was the closest, it would have to been Randy Moss. Here we go. I got it. I'm looking back. Which, obviously, he never did, I don't think. (sighs) Danny, LeVar Arrington was on the New Day podcast. Interesting. Mr. Nichols. Mr. Nichols. Wait. Wait. Yes, LeVar Arrington's nickname was Mr. Nichols. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, but LeVar right. Arrington. <laughs> In 1982, Mark Mosley won the MVP, and he's a kicker. Let's go. Why isn't that the strike year? That's possible. It sounds like the strike. No, I thought the strike year was after the Giants won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was 80, 87. Yeah. yeah, Giants caused the strike. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. It's funny yeah, they won a Super Bowl anything. before a strike, and they also won a Super Bowl after a strike. Yes, technically a lockout this time around. Isn't it the same? Yeah, point? we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> well, te- technically no. Why, right, Ben? You yeah. want to talk about the refs? <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. So no, there there's zero. There's, no, it's all running backs, receivers, and, and a kicker. kicker. Yeah, <laughs> and a kicker. <laughs> oh, maybe there might have been Lawrence Taylor in there. I don't remember. Yeah, LT. But yeah, but never forget the kicker. All right, so 
Imagine have being a kicker and winning the MVP. There has like, to be going, like, an like he, he must have been his only. They must have been the only <laughs> offensive threat. He had like six a game and like what the hell. Good for yeah, him. I want to see how many. Like, what team was he on? Team? Uh, Redskins. He was on the Redskins. They did win the in Super Bowl 1982. With three I mean, he had no. Okay, he had to have done something else. He was twenty for twenty-one. He was ninety-five percent. No, there's no way you're giving the MVP to that guy. This is just what this is, Stephen. <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> this sport is. This is the sport that I say the least that they're so dumb. This is dumb. <laughs> this was nineteen eighty-two, though. So, like, I need. An entire. I need a full length film about the nineteen eighty two NFL for 30. season <laughs> yeah, to know why this happened. <laughs> no, this was a strike year. Okay, because there's everybody's played nine games. This is okay. It was a strike year. Okay, so he went. He went twenty for twenty one in nine weeks. Got it. That makes sense. Right, because like the Dolphins are seven and two. It was just. It's yeah. This is gonna be a strike year. Is there playoffs? Somebody won the Super Bowl. Why do they have a Super Bowl? <laughs> When was the nine games though? Was it part beginning of the season or after? You're asking questions I don't have answers to. <laughs> okay. It was in the middle of the season. So it was so week just, one, week two, week eleven, stopped. week twelve, week thirteen, week fourteen. <laughs> so you just were like screw this shit. They they went on strike in the middle of the season. I have so many questions about this. <laughs> I need to know like did the quarterbacks just stop? Final standings. The Jets were the sixth seed. We're actually doing this right now. <laughs> Dan Fouts stood for two hundred uh, for two thousand eight hundred and eighty three yards in nine games. That's an MVP. Sorry. <laughs> There's a, there was eight playoff teams. I mean, this is I had no idea this week happened. This is wild. Oh, this is like season, this, this is also happened. all over the front, all over the place because you had the one seed played the eight seed, but then there were other one seeds. Like everybody played everybody in the playoffs. It looks like. Okay, so the Pro Football Writers and some other newspaper association gave Dan Fouts the MVP, but the Associated Press gave it to the kicker. Each because the Redskins, his team won the Super Bowl. They did go eight and, and they, one. And they won eight and one. They scored 190 points, and what we said he made 20 kicks, <laughs> so that's half. 60. That's half their points. A little less than half, but yeah. All right, cool. So we have a kicker. All-time great kicker. Good job, guy. How did he not make the top hundred then? Uh, that's a, you want to you want to impress some people at a party. You pull out Mark Mosley. That's what you do. And then you just you'll be sitting there alone because nobody's being impressed by Mark Mosley. <laughs> I'm gonna one day turn around and be like, so what can you guys th- add a game and just be like, so you guys have any Mark Mosley stories for me? This is gonna be like Slumdog Millionaire. Like we're gonna be, it's gonna be the mil, the million dollar question. It's gonna be like, who's the only kicker to ever win NFL MVP? I'm gonna be like, call my dad. Hey, dad, I'm gonna win a million dollars. The answer is Mark Mosley. We have here. 
<laughs> mic drop. We out. Did anybody ever mic drop on Regis? That's disrespectful. <laughs> I don't think mic dropping was a thing in the early 2000s. Danny has just tuned us out. Danny might as well have gone to sleep. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to write this uh, blurb because you're just r- rambling. If you don't put Mark Mosley in that blurb, I quit. With a link. <laughs> With a link. Uh, well, it looks like you're quitting. Wow. I'll go back and edit it myself. Even <laughs> Mark Mosley. What is it? I'm calling it the Mark Mosley episode. <laughs> I don't even know how you pronounce his name. It's like, I guess it was Mosley. Yo, okay. does that guy have a Twitter? We need to get him on the show. <laughs> Deli, it's definitely not Mosley. Let's see how Siri pronounces it. No, it's Mosley. Okay. <laughs> Mark Mosley, football place kicker. How do we get in touch there's, with this guy? There's a picture of him eating at what looks like five guys. I so see that. He's also 71 years old now. Did he start five guys? Imagine that. That was like his claim to fame. <laughs> so he was drafted in 1970 in the 14th round with the 346th pick. Mark Mosley is the director of franchising for Five Guys. I love this guy. Yo, Mark Mosley is my hero. What is going on? Oh, my goodness. He is the only special teams player to win the NFL MVP award and one of only three non-offensive MVPs. Oh, God. Mark Mosley. How do we get in touch with this guy? How do we get him on the show with us? I mean, he's a he's a big wig. We can't talk to him. <laughs> Sir, you're my hero. Where are you in life? Okay. Well, now that we just spent 10 minutes of our show talking about Mark Mosley and everybody started listening. That was listening. way more than 10 minutes. <laughs> I could have. I we I we could have. We could have had a whole. We're in a mile. Mile of time that took. <laughs> Aren't people so lucky? Being it's almost baseball said, season. What? People must be so ha- look, happy that it's almost baseball season, and they're gonna let, listen listen to us do live games. There's nothing. There's nothing better slash worse than doing a show while we watch a baseball game. Especially because we don't pay attention. Like any, any of the three of us just don't pay. We just react to the game. Yep, basically. But it's also like exactly something like that will happen. Like, uh, I don't know. Willie Harris comes up to bat and then we complain about Willie Harris and his weird catches that he killed the Mets for for like five years. Uh, Willie Harris retired. But things like that happen. There is a picture on the internet. Not a Mark Mosley, I- don't worry. We're back to Mark Mosley. <laughs> Someone went to buy spring training Met tickets today. Yes, I saw that today. No, no, he was getting his ticket plan. Oh, for the, the for spring training, and Beltron is printed on one of the tickets. I mean, that's gonna happen. I'm I mean, that's like it. that's like printing the calendar. You got guys who were on last year's team, right? Or someone who gets traded when they're yeah. On those calendars, those calendars are the worst. 
right. or trading the guy that's in that you're giving out his November. free shirt. I, I know this is not a political podcast, but how great was it that Donald Trump thought the Kansas oh. City Chiefs were from uh, Kansas and not Missouri? See, it was great, but it was also like, I don't know if he tweeted it. That's the only thing. Because, like, the White House retweeted it, and, like, his, his like, campaign Twitter repeat, retweeted it. So I feel like it's just, like, one, one intern who just did everything. But it was So he has that. a dumb intern. Got it, Vin. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's, I'm not shocked. He definitely has a dumb intern. He's dumb himself. So he hires dumb people. That's the point. But I feel like he had that one saved in drafts, and he was like, yeah, they're just in Kansas. We're good. Which is dumb. Why Kansas City isn't in Kansas? Or all of it is in Kansas? Part of it's in Kansas? It doesn't make any sense. Missouri sucks, so I don't care. Yeah. Fuck the Royals. Fuck the Cardinals. <laughs> That's what stinks. Like, we know the Cardinals are already going to be good this year. Like, they may have zero players on their team, but we know they're going to be good. And be they're not going to be good, though. Like, they lost Osuna. And they didn't get anybody, I don't think. Yeah, but that happens every year. But then, like, what's the guy's name who kills us? Paul the Young? That guy. What a pain in the ass. That guy. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Jose Martinez? That guy annoys me. With his blue hair. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Carlos Martinez. There's a Jose Martinez, too. What do they just generate Martinez? Have a machine in the minor leagues that goes, okay, we need a new Martinez. It's next to the Molina machine. (laughs) The the aging (laughs) Molina machine? The aging, sorry. Did they get it from the same company that made the Atlanta Braves pitching machine? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) So, since we are talking baseball now, let's take a little break and we'll come back and talk a little bit. Tries your blood tries as you tire. All right, welcome back to the SMB podcast. You should listen to With Avengers by Division 1.1. And we're going to start with a little baseball since baseball split. Well, pitchers and catchers start a couple weeks away. It's crazy to feel. How, it's crazy to see. Less than a week. Sorry. Less than a week. Wow. Week. All right. Well, no, that it's was not less than a week. It's like next. <laughs> it's like a week. It's Valentine's Day. It's almost always Valentine's Day. I saw a tweet that said pitchers and catchers next week. Sorry. Jeez. Okay, we're not gonna argue about this. Anyway, it's that time of year when obviously there's still hockey and basketball and and all the other stuff going on, but. Once you see pitchers and catchers warm up in shorts and a t-shirt and you see them jogging and everything, I know it's a long way to go to the regular season, but it's always nice to see them the first day and then not forget about it the rest until opening day or like the week in, week the, nah, week before and then you like get excited again because you see them all warming up and whatever. Maybe you'll listen to a couple games or here and there at work, but other than that, you don't, you don't get so excited yet, but it's like the first step of like, oh, spring is actually right around the corner and baseball's starting. So 
Um, other than the Mookie Betts rumors going on, it really isn't anything per se going on in Met or Yankee land at, at the moment. So it's really when will Mookie Betts get traded to either the Dodgers or the or the Padres, right? Those are the two teams that have been rumored uh, recently. So it's going to yeah. be interesting to see um, where Mookie Betts lands and if it's a desirable place for him to want to re-sign next year. Because he's going to get paid next year. It's just depending where he's going to get signed. Yep. It's always nice when you run up your MLB app and it actually has, like, games on the schedule on top of the page now. Yeah, it's pretty nice. So that's always fun. Um, I just hope Mookie Betts doesn't go to the Dodgers. And I know it's that might be wishful thinking for, like, the Mets' chances in general. But that puts the Dodgers, like, way over the top, in my opinion. So... The Padres are always going to be the Padres, I feel like. So it's kind of like, if he goes there, he'll probably it'll probably be a one-year thing, and then he hits free agency, in my opinion. But the Padres probably have the... Well, the Dodgers have pretty good prospects. The, the they, Those two teams... I think the Padres have a little bit better of a, a system, I think. I mean, it's just going back to, like, trading for Noah and, like, that kind of talk the Padres have a pretty deep system yes they they, de- they definitely have a deeper system so it's going to be interesting how would the Dodgers would be able to find a way to make a move like that the Dodgers once again are in that win now mode that they're always oh. seem to be in oh for sure but it, do they have enough pieces to make that trade or give up someone when they shouldn't really have done that They've been able to stay in win now, but also have a deep enough. Like the guys they're talking about training is like Gavin Lux came up last year. He's supposed to be like a pretty good young player, and then their catcher, I think, um, Will Smith. Russell Martin is. is Russell Martin still catching over there? No, he's a free agent. The fact that Russell Martin is still around is more more. It's crazy. The Astros named the general manager today to replace uh, the, I guess, to, to round out the um, replacements of the fired guy. The Red Sox didn't hire anybody, have they? No. They haven't no, hired anybody yet. and they haven't been charged with anything yet. What is going yeah, they're, on? They're waiting for it to officially drop the hammer. And they Are they really? But what can they possibly be waiting for at this point? I think maybe one of the coaches they're looking at could be part of the situation. They have two weeks. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they should just announce it. Astros just announced their general manager today. So, and they hired uh, what's his face, Dusty. Right. So like that's a guy who's gonna bang on some things. He's gonna use that toothpick to bang on things. I was with Dave Smith yesterday, and we decided that fun. Cowbell Man is definitely not smart enough to be the, the banging guy for us. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I love he's Cowbell Man, but he's enough. definitely not smart enough. You can't you can't bang Let's Go Mets every time there's a changeup. It gets a little repetitive. His eyesight's not good enough to see the thing. <laughs> yeah, but if we put a buzzer on him. Yeah, no. See, see, instead of the players, I can the buzzer. trust Cowbellman with the buzzer. I can trust Pinman to be buzzer guy. I can't trust Cowbellman. 
Yeah, but he's going to be the buzzer guy, so someone's got to tell him. Yeah, right. So Pinman gets the buzzer, who tells Cowboyman, all right, knock, knock three oh, times. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what's funny is that we might actually need this because we, like, there was a guy on Twitter, I don't know if you guys saw this, but he, like, went through basically every Astros game and cataloged yeah, every time I, he I heard, heard a bang. Yeah. And, yeah, like, Jake true. Marisnik was, like, at the top of the list of guys who yeah, and he still this. sucks. Yeah, and he, he still sucks. Now he's on the Mets, so like he's gonna extra suck now. Like this is gonna be Alejandro Diaz level of bad. I can already tell. Oh boy, I mean, he, as long as he doesn't play like as much as Diaz did, but like it's well, gonna his be that job. His bad. job is Juan Lagares. <laughs> right, his job is you could run and you're playing defense in the ninth inning. That's your job. Right. You're going to be the pitch runner for, like, Michael Conforto in the seventh inning. Well. On second base. He's going to pitch run for J.D. Because that's the guy who comes out of the game. J.D., he comes out of the game. They put Nemo in left. They put Marisnik in center. That's the defense. And we didn't just re-sign Juan Ligares for, like, 20 bucks for what reason? It's still possible. He's not with not on team. <laughs> Neither is Wilmer. They're they're not on teams right now. You think they're hanging out somewhere? They're totally hanging. They're oh, totally... for sure. <laughs> they're a package deal. The fact that they're like, not Instagram. There's no either. reason not to bring either of them in on the minor league. Like Wilmer apparently hit like 320 last year or something. Wilmer's like, that, no... Wilmer is the guy the Mets are looking for, but needs to be on the bench at all. Like be the fifth guy, the fourth guy on the bench. Well, there's no reason for him. I mean. He's a very good bench player. So there's, I mean, and if you really, it, we always talk about the Mets wanting to like win PR, and it wouldn't win like league PR, but it would definitely help their fan base if they brought Wilmer back. Can you imagine that first time? Like he's not even standing on the in the in the on deck circle, and they just start the theme, the friends theme song, and he just pops up out of nowhere. I that's that's what I I want. Sports to be more like wrestling. Like I want the closers to have wrestling like entrances. I want guys to show up that you didn't know were coming. That's what I want. Well, basically, that's what the Met bullpen is. <laughs> when when Terry Collins was in charge, that's what it was. Oh my God, that's Hansel Ropeless music. God damn it. That's when we changed the channel. Exactly. In all fairness, Robles had the best music last year. Frankly, he had the Undertaker's. <laughs> He apparently, like, got good last year, which is annoying. Shocking. Very annoying. Shocking. Um, then, yeah, there's not much going on in baseball. Like you said, we're, we're just getting we're getting ready. We're, we're, things slow down once, I guess, probably in spring. Like like I, we said, these guys who have been around, who are, are still around, like Wilmer and Juan Magara. So, find jobs if somebody gets hurt. Or They'll somebody be brought into camp for something. Right. They'll, they'll get invites, I hope. Um, is this, is February, like, yes, the worst, the worst month, or would you consider, like, July to be the worst month? No, I like July. I can, I can survive just baseball. Right. When it's, because it's every day. When it's hockey and I don't watch basketball, so it's just hockey every, like, other day, it gets boring. Like, I can only watch so many movies. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's now because like 
you're not getting into college basketball yet and football hasn't started yet in July, you're like, all right, I know football is right around the corner and football just ended. Right. It's just February. Like, cause then at the end, like I can get into, I don't really watch a lot of college basketball regular season, but like you get into March madness and you get into spring training yeah. and that the spring training hype takes you into March madness when you get sick of spring training and then it takes you into the season. Well, yeah, always, February stinks. For Danny and I, it was always get us to training camp. Get us to football training camp. <laughs> it was always baseball. Is... I'm hoping for more. Well, yeah, of course. But but the like... Mets but the Mets did their job. If they got us to tr- the trade deadline and training camp starts right around now, and. I'll care about the Giants then. <laughs> I mean, then you're gonna have to, the Giants are gonna have to start doing their job eventually. That guys. <laughs> oh well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, this is this like was... four years, like 2013 Mets. Yeah. Right. Get me to the All Star game. 2011 and then... Mets and <laughs> 10 Mets. Eventually, the Mets have to get us through football season to get us to hockey season. Yeah. Well, let's 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 talk about hockey. So, what's going on with the Islanders, man? Guys, um, they called up the kid. Bellows. They called up Kiefer Bellows today. Um, which which is rumored to possibly be a show, show if he can he can be here kind of thing, because apparently he's being rumored for a lot of trades. I don't see. Okay. Which nobody really knows him, so like trading him wouldn't be the worst idea that they had. The problem is the Islanders are probably two forwards away from being a legitimate contender, in my opinion. Two competent forwards. I think their best course of action is for him to be one of them. I don't think trading him is the best plan at the moment. If you look at their lineup, their top six is, while it's kind of been inconsistent lately, it's pretty set with however you want to put them, Barzal, Everly, Bo, Lee, Rock, and Bailey. Those six are the top guys. Derek Broussard has played well when he's with people that actually know how to play hockey. Most of the time, he's with Michael Dalcall and Tom Kunako. Now, today, they put Kiefer Bellows on the line with Broussard and Dalcall. Well, I don't love that. But if they eventually trade... So the other thing is that like the, the rentals this year, unless the Rangers decide to trade Chris Kreider, the rest of the rentals are not in tight. It's not, you know, Matthew Shane... Mark Stone, you know, these guys that were available last year. It's really like that Peugeot guy from Ottawa, and that's about it. Well, that's the guy they're rumored to be in talks with. But he's having a career year now. So, like, and he also had a good start to the season, so it's all kind of early season stuff. And then because he's the one guy – his price goes up. Like I saw a rumor trade today that was a conditional second, a conditional third and 
for him. I'm not. That's too much to me. Right. And the conditions were like the condition. Yeah, the conditions were like if they make the second round, it's a first, and if he resigns, the third's a second. So ideally, it would probably be a first and a third because he's not resigning. They have too many other things to do this offseason. That's pay Brazil. That's pay Ryan Pulak. That's figure out the goalies, whether the kid's coming over or not. So, I he wouldn't resign. So really, ideally, if they get to the second round, be a first and a third, and they're basically their top prospect offensively. So Keith, their fellows is their their top prospect. That's I, their their prospects aren't great at the moment, but like he's their, their most. I would say their most promising thing at the moment. They have um, Oliver Wallstrom, who they drafted last year, two years ago. Right. But he had a bad college year, and then he went to the junior to juniors, and he was good. So he seems to be like bored. So he's in a weird spot right now. Um, so he was he was last year. He had a he had a pretty good college year. Came into the the came went straight to HL. Was like. What they said was the cusp of making the team, but still wanted to give him more professional experience. Then when he came here, they basically didn't give him a legitimate shot because he just kept playing with basically Leo Komarov and right. Derek he was Rizar. up, and I liked what I saw from him. But as he, it, really as he got shot. more playing time, he played a little bit better. But the problem was is that when he started playing a little bit better nothing really came out of it because of who he played with. Yeah, he played nine games. He didn't have any points. So this you, year, you think you think he's going to he's gonna get the right opportunity? Yeah, he'll get it those. eventually. I think that the two of them need to be up here. And basically, neither of them are centers. So they're both wingers. And ideally, yeah. in a perfect world, for the Island News right now, if you don't make any moves, your first line is Everlay, Barzell, and Lee, and your second line is actually going to be Bellows, Wallstrom, and Brock. Because Bellows is basically a younger Brock Nelson. He just stands... All of his goals come from below the hash marks. You mean the younger Anders Lee? Yeah, younger Anders Lee. So all his goals come from under the hash marks. So basically, he needs to be on a line with a guy like Brock who takes all these, who takes these big wrist shots and a guy like Wallstrom who can move the puck around and has a great shot, right. who can hit him with the puck. Where your so, third line the, ends up being Bavillier, Barzell, and Sard. The At the moment, he, Wallstrom has 14 points, 5 goals, 9 assists, and 29 games in Bridgeport. But he also went, like I said, went to the World Juniors tournament. He was a point-per-game point player there. He had 31 penalty minutes? Okay, he must have gotten a big fight or something. That's concerning. Um, and like I said, he had he was up for non-games earlier and doesn't have, didn't have any points. And then he was a minus two. So, not great, but like I said, I like... He's uh, explosive, he's a good shot, but there's some questions about him. So, they were both, I guess, highly touted prospects, but neither of them have projected as as they would like so they don't really have any trade capital is the problem the only capital they have is their picks at this moment and ideally their picks are in the 20s right so and, but they also have guys like you said Wallstrom there was another kid that they drafted 
Um, the guy they drafted this year, I don't even know what he's was not young, the kid they so drafted last. The kid they drafted last year, they had eleven and twelve last year. It was Oliver Wallstrom and this other kid. Well, the other guy was was Dobson. Right, and Dobson's right, right. up now, but they also have um, Bodie Wild as another defenseman that they drafted in the second round last year. They could trade him too. Right, and also they have Sebastian Ajo. Which they could trade. So the defensive depth is not terrible. But here's the thing. They need to replace Adam Fellick. That's the problem right now. Do they, though? They they have not played good defensively since Pellick's been down. Dobson's an offensive-defensive player. He doesn't play stand-up defense like Adam Pellick did, which is why what? he wasn't playing late in the games but on Saturday, at the during the game and, the, and late in the third, Dobson's on the ice. Why? Because they needed somebody who can skate around and shoot. That wasn't just Nick Letty and Adam Pel- and Adam Pulak and uh, Ryan Pulak. I, I don't think defense is as much as their problem. The goalies at the moment is a problem. Grace played like crap. Grace and, gave up horrible goals and Kunako and Varlamov was not good the last time we saw him, which was I think that Capital game. Yes. Is it is it time to start panicking because they are no. back into the wild card spot? No. I think it's it, time to start. I think I think if you make a move, another couple of weeks, uh, and then you can start work, start panicking. The panic button, the case of the panic button is open. That's where I'm at right now. My hand is not over it, but the the case is open. I can push it at any moment. It's. There was a time, like, it's weird. I think we've, we talked about this. If you look at their roster, it's not, like, great. But they, what they were on paper. And they were, they did it for so long, and they got to a point where I was like, okay, they're just better than they are on paper, and that's just the way it is. They're now playing like they are on paper. They're playing, they've been, since that 17-game point streak ended, they're a 500 team. So... And that's like we're in like 25 games already now since then. So it's becoming more and more concerning. Fair enough. And the Rangers, I don't know. They they the lost. They just got blown they out again, didn't they? Well, they lost five to three. They're doing their thing. They're rebuilding. They got to trade Yorgiev, but I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't played. Yeah, and everybody knows they have to trade him because they're not trading the kid and they're not trading Hank. So it's like his value kind of goes down a little they're, bit. They're playing. They're, you know what we were talking Henrik about again. Henrik got a shutout the other night. Henrik got the shutout the other night. They're playing a three goalie. So, they're playing a three goalie rotation. It's literally it doesn't work. Play a game. Back rest a game. Back up a game. Play. If a game. you win, yeah. If you win a game, you play the next game, and then it's a cycle. And it's bad because, you know, it's ideally it kind of seems like they're trying to force Hank to be like, all right, just get me out of here already. I'm not doing yeah, this rotation I thing. I don't see him doing it. Man. And right. he's, not bu- he's not budging. Right. That's he's the problem. Not he's budging. not budging. They had their break also already. So now now the question becomes they got about three weeks, I think it is, till the, till the trade deadline. Can they get him within the three weeks to try and budge at some point? But It'll even if no one's eating that contract, it's eight million and another year at eight million, basically. So, 
before tonight, they were nine points out of a playoff spot. So they're they're a very long way to go unless they get really hot unexpectedly. But they they'll show their moments of playing good and taking like nights like tonight. So they are what they are. Then the Knicks are the Knicks, and uh, won again. Nick, they won again tonight, back-to-back road games. So there's that. Put the banner up. Put the banner up. There was rumors today that the Knicks were interested in D'Angelo Russell. I'd be all for it, but knowing the Knicks, they'll probably trade away the whole team. Three first-round picks for D'Angelo Russell. (laughs) Something crazy (laughs) like that. But if they were D'Angelo Russell, good anymore? Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, Golden okay. State has 12 wins. How good can this guy be? I don't know. I don't. He I was good. Le- yeah, I haven't really been following him this year, but I liked him when he was with Brooklyn the last couple of years. This year, he's right. averaging he's still 20, 23. He's, he's averaging 23 and 6. Hey, that can't hurt the Knicks. It's going to be interesting to see thereby when Thursday comes around which uh, Nick players get traded because of cap space uh Is, didn't implications he sign, didn't he sign a max with golden state too no right i don't think so it was a sign and trade so that was how they they were able to get Durant over here so i don't know i'm just was saying it really? yeah there was a sign the and trade. are only eight games out of a playoff spot I'm yeah that's saying. that's pathetic <laughs> And the Nets are the eight seed right now, and they're like six games under five hundred. Yeah, Nets five are games. five and, games under five hundred. Five games, and Kyrie's out for weeks after Again? going off on Friday. Yeah, he Shocking. messed up his knee. He sprained his knee the other night on Saturday night. We're we're playing too well. I gotta get hurt. <laughs> we're winning yeah. games. I gotta get hurt. That's never gonna work. <laughs> what was what's the other guy the Nets have that was like good, really good last year? Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, who's still there? He's still there. Maybe no. There was a guy who like was that the guy he he got hurt. Oh, like Carlos Levert. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, he was hurt for a bit too. He seems okay. to be injury prone as well. If I told All you right. guys Wilson Chandler still played in this league, would you believe me? Yeah, he's Wilson. on the Nets. <laughs> I'll always remember. Think Wilson Chandler is a good perimeter defender. Iman <laughs> Iman Shumpert was on the Nets for like That's two him weeks. Too, Iman Shumpert. He was on the Nets for two weeks and then they cut him. It was those days when I thought the when I actually watched the Knicks and it was like, well maybe they can beat Boston. Shumpert can cover anybody. You never know when the Mari Sotomayor. <laughs> huh. Good times. Two games up on the Cavs. <laughs> Don't we have to get below them, though? I mean, there's nobody in the draft this year, is there? No. Yeah. I don't know. This is the year they'll win the lottery. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> this, this is it. 2020 NBA draft class. Oh, God. Let's... I think Danny wants to go to sleep. <laughs> Cole, the kid from Duke. I'm just trying or to North get North Carolina. I'm just trying to get this uh, blurb out. Is that who this is? The kid from... James Weissman, center from America. Okay. Anthony Davis White. Right. Oh, LaMelo's coming. I didn't know this was a LaMelo year. That should be Yes, it is. It is LaMelo, yeah. I didn't get that. And then there's the His kid... Who, comparison so is a 6'7", Jason Williams. Okay, maybe... 
Uh, Ob Toppin. That's an interesting name. Why are all these guys from America? Of course they're from America. Where? What colleges are they going? Oh, isn't there another Antenna Kumpo coming? Ob Toppin is going to be the Nick guy. A stronger Drew Gooden. Yeah. Doesn't Giannis? Doesn't Giannis have a brother? His, his brother's coming? in the league. Is he? Yeah, he. No, there's another one apparently. Oh, okay. This is the kid, Cole Anthony from UNC. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. That's the big name coming out, but like they don't think he'll go number one unless he goes off. He was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt for a while. UNC sucks this year, for whatever reason. Mm. It's because Coach K is a better coach than Roy Williams. Oh boy. <laughs> it's because. Roy Williams knows the Nick job is open. I mean, that would be terrible. <laughs> Alrighty. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of social media. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, all of their podcast apps, SNDblog.com. Any final thoughts, boys? No. Enjoy. And enjoy your XFL watching. And we'll see how long this will. Let's see how long this lasts. Are we yeah, doing enjoy your NH- XFL watching? Are we doing XFL predictions? No. <laughs> I'm gonna say the DC team wins the championship because Cardell Jones. St. Uh, Louis. St. Louis. Because PFT Saint... commentator is gonna find a way to become the kicker of that. Oh, that'd be. Nice. I just want to see him make a kick. That's all. Um, excuse me. The St. Louis team is gonna clearly win the championship. They're winning everything. With that being said, have a good night. That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant voodoo track tires, TurboForce deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it.